This is the Nude Party, and you're listening to Cigar City Radio. Radio. Cigar City Radio is sponsored by No Clubs and StateMedia.com. Find out about upcoming concerts in Tampa Bay by visiting StateMedia.com and tagging No Clubs on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Use the hashtag WeAreConcerts. Here's what's coming up for No Clubs. Friday, January 11th, Minerals 25th Anniversary Tour at the Orpheum. Friday, January 18th, No Name at the Ritz Ebor. Tuesday, January 22nd, Green Sky Bluegrass at Janus Live. Tuesday, February 12th, Shut Up and Dance with Walk the Moon at Janus Live. Sunday, February 17th, Murder by Death at the Orpheum. Sunday, February 24th, a super sludgy metal show with Corrosion of Conformity, Crowbar, The Obsessed, and Mothership at the Orpheum. Wednesday, February 27th, Cypress Hill and Hollywood Undead at Janus Live. Special show Monday, March 4th, Dropkick Murphy's 2019 St. Patrick's Day Tour. Who doesn't want to see that at Janus Live? That's Monday, March 4th. Sunday, March 17th, The Noise presents Nothing More, The Truth Tour with Of Mice and Men, Bad Flower, and Palisades at the Ritz Ebor. And Friday, March 22nd, Switchfoot is coming along with uh, our friend's Colony House at the Ritz Ebor. And then we have Friday, April 5th, The Revivalists are going to be at Janus Live. So a bunch of kick-ass shows from No Clubs coming at you next year. To check out all those shows and more, you can head to statemedia.com. Welcome to Cigar City Radio, episode number 89. The song you just heard was Pick Fairy from the album Drug Tax by Fruit and Flowers. I'm your host, Randy Ojeda, and making the magic happen, a man who's becoming a little more like the Grinch every day, Mr. Jason Solanas. I, I thought up another new band name for you. Oh, you yeah? Want, if I wanted to run it by you. What's that? Thermos. <laughs> okay. I can, yeah. I can see that I, I think that'd be actually a pretty good band, even yeah. though I have to bleep it. Sorry, everyone. You don't yeah. know a good band. Yeah, anymore. they'll never, they'll never yeah. hear the name. Confidential. Yeah, keep that for us. Our guest on this episode is Guy Keltner, known more popularly by his artist name, Acid Tongue. He's also a part of Freak Out Records. He hosts Freak Out Fest in Seattle, which is where he's from. And he's been a big supporter of Cigar City Management and all of our bands for a long time. He put Fruit and Flowers on Freak Out Fest this past year. He's always on the road, always touring. He was living in New York for a while. And luckily, 
he came to Tampa to visit and to play a show. And we were able to meet up with him then um, and chat at Dysfunctional Grace. And then I think, where do we go? Like right, right around the corner for a, we went to Elmer's Elmer's for like a one for like a 1 PM shot of Jack. It was tequila. It was tequila. Yeah. Oh it was Hornitos tequila. Yeah. At, yeah. Like, at like right afternoon. So that's how guy rolls, I guess, but super fun guy to hang out with. And we love that guy. Guy. Yeah. Guy. How many times can we say guy in this intro? That's the question. I love that guy. Guy. He's a great guy. Yeah. Guy is just what's a wonderful guy for real. Check out his stuff at acid tongue online. He's a great musician. Great guy. We just can't wait for him to come back to Tampa. So come back soon so we can put another show together and have a, some afternoon tequila shots. Guy. Guy. So here it is. Episode number 89. Lovely, lovely note. Uh, we are hanging out at the wonderful, amazing, famous, dysfunctional Grace in Ybor City, Florida. And a good friend of ours has dropped by. His name is Guy. He's a guy. Hello. I don't actually don't know how to pronounce your last name. Guy Keltner? Keltner. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we're hanging out with Guy Keltner uh, from Seattle. Hell yeah. The famous Guy Keltner uh, from... <laughs> <laughs> everybody's famous today. Famous Guy Keltner from Acid Tongue and Freak Out Records. Hell yeah. And also Freak Out Fest, which is something that Freak Out Records puts on every and year. one of your bands is playing it. Yes. Fruit and Flowers is Hell playing yeah. Freak Out Fest this year. Really excited about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so real quick, let's plug Freak Out Fest. When's it happening? November who, 16th and 17th. All right. Who are some of the headliners? Shabazz Palaces, The Night Beats, All Them Witches... A band called Sneaks. It's, uh, this band from LA called Death Valley Girls playing. I love Death Valley Girls. Deep Valley is playing as well. Yeah, which actually kind of confused me because I was like, wait, Deep Valley and Death Valley. Yeah, so, you we have know, both. Yeah, we got all good. the valleys covered. You yeah. got to have all the Absolutely. valleys. Absolutely. I doubt that. <laughs> Absolutely. And Acid Tongue's playing. And of course, yeah. Yeah. Acid Tongue. So, uh, tell me a little bit about Freak Out Fest when, because this is like what the third year, second year, sixth year, sixth year. Yeah. Oh shit. And that's I started the label afterwards, so the label came from the festival. So the festival came first. We used to call it the psychedelic holiday Freak Out. Okay. And it was just because I toured a lot. I mean, I still tour a lot, but I was touring a lot with another band called Fox and the Law, and we just threw it as an excuse to get everybody. Like in the wintertime, so dead in Seattle, it's yeah. kind of cold, and so we did a weekend event and part of like the main stage was in a dance studio that we built we built out a stage and everything for and it was just kind of small bands in the beginning and homies from LA and San Francisco and Portland and then it's just turned into more of like a proper curated festival it's kind of got a tree fort vibe but a lot smaller yeah so we're not taking over the whole city we just take over a neighborhood called Ballard now and okay everything goes down there and it's very much like about not just seeing the headliners, but trying to find new music. You know, we have a bunch of bands from Mexico coming up this year, which which is a big deal. The consulate helped us like 
kind of expedite that whole process and paid for some of their travel and everything, which is super cool. Yeah, that's awesome. And people come out and we have like visual artists like doing liquid lights and all sorts of things at every venue. And there's usually some sort of cool, like immersive experience and people love it. <laughs> it's been awesome. That's really awesome. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm surprised there aren't more festivals in Seattle, I feel like, but there's a lot. There are a lot. There's a ton. Yeah. Yes. This is, there's nothing like this though. Okay. Anywhere. Except for maybe like levitation, but that's just psych music. Like I'm doing a lot more like hip hop and electronic and folk music on top of that. Yeah. When I saw the lineup, I was like, yeah, this was not what I was expecting. It's all from, around the map. From Freakout Fest, you know, but I guess yeah. I didn't know what to expect. Yeah. I think every know. year we try to keep it that way too. I mean, I'm trying to do something that's bigger than just a genre, you know, it's yeah. about having an experience. I want people to go out of their comfort zone when they come out. And every year I always hear like somebody went to some weird, weird gig there. And we try to like kind of mix up the lineups a little bit and yeah. have hosts that kind of introduce certain new artists and they'll get up on stage and explain what you're about to see. And that's really helpful for people to get hyped, you know? So it's like a venue based festival. It's not like an outdoor no. thing. Yeah, it's November. It's, so. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, we're, we're not used to that over here. November is the best time to come to Tampa. Okay, great. Let's awesome. do Freak Out Fest Tampa in November. Cool. I will detox here yeah. after Freak Out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm going to need it. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, okay, so it's like, so it's kind of, like you said, similar to Tree Ford or, mm -hmm. you know, like a- Very venue heavy. And okay. it's it's really, we tried to, the reason we picked Ballard, because we've done it on Capitol Hill before, which is kind of our like, more like Williamsburg vibe neighborhood. Okay. But Ballard's kind of got a little bit of an older crowd and it's, it's, it's quieter in a good way. And everything's so close together there that you like really don't have to walk a lot farther than like two blocks to get anywhere. That's awesome. In the venues, they're all right next to each other. So it's cool. Like unlike Tree Fort, we were hoofing it kind yeah. of across Boise, like there's really never going to be more than like a five or 10 minute walk to get to like the main stage or wherever you're trying to be. That's really cool. So that's, I love it. And even the businesses that aren't doing stages are still going to have like some of the bands DJing there or hosting artist lounges, which is cool. And yeah, it's so really, it really fun gets, for the band. Yeah. I was gonna say it really gets the whole community and the neighborhood involved that way. Yeah. It's like a fall camp for all the bands to come hang out. That's really cool. Weekend. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah. When, uh, when fruit and flowers got the offer to come by, I was like, yeah, you guys have to go and do that. Like I'm, I'm trying to go. I'd like to make it. As you well. should totally go. Yeah. But it's it's a long journey. It, yeah, it's a long journey, but like, I just did the direct flight out, out here to Florida yesterday. It was like five and a half hours. Yeah. Just a just casual, just five a casual and five and a half hours. Yeah. Hour no big deal. That's, you know, you get Wi-Fi on the flight. Yeah. You watch it. You watch a couple Lord of the Rings is yeah, you know? edible pass out. You know? <laughs> well, you know, coming from Seattle. Yeah. I guess, yeah. I guess you can. <laughs> yes, we can. <laughs> so it's funny cause, uh, I'm finally meeting you now, even though like we've been kind of connected for a while mm -hmm. and, um, I actually had wanted to meet you. I think you, cause you you were in New York for a while, right? I just moved back after almost three years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you were in New York and I think it was like the last like couple days you were there was when we, I had just gotten back from That's Europe right. with fruit and flowers yeah, yeah. and like they were having like a going away party. Yeah, and Caroline stuff. threw my going away yeah, party. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 And yeah, that I, was so fun. I, I, I wish I would have been there, yeah, but it was, great. it was like one of those things where like, you know, I have so many other clients in New York that I was like, okay, I've just spent the last like three weeks with fruit and flowers. Yeah. Like if I go to another like fruit and flowers thing, everyone else is going to tear me apart. Yeah, so yeah, I was like, yeah. I, you know, Kino Camino had a show that night. I think big bliss had a oh, show yeah. that night. It was I North side. right before I left. She's cool. Kim. Yeah. She is the best. amazing. She is the best. She's such a sweetheart. She is. Her music is incredible. Yeah. You know? And her husband's a baller for yeah. taking care of her. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Her husband's <laughs> That's awesome. Good dude. Good dude. Yeah. She's, she's working on some really cool stuff right now. Um, she recorded her last record uh, with a couple of the guys from Sonic Youth. Sonic Youth, yeah, yeah. she was talking about that. Yeah, Steve Shelley and yeah. uh, 
Oh God, why am I drawing a blank? I'm trying to think name. of his name. Too. Yeah, <laughs> Lee Ronaldo. Lee Ronaldo. Steve Shelley and Lee Ronaldo. The one I like to uh, see solo live. Yes. Yeah, Lee Ronaldo's great. Yeah. Um, last when that same trip when I was in New York, um, Kim and I went to Steve Shelley was playing in this like avant-garde jazz band. Of course. Uh, yeah. And it was like it was like in Soho in like this loft, and it was like the like very New York. Thing, you so know, it's yeah. like one of the most New York things I've done. You said Soho and Law yeah. jazz. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like really avant-garde jazz. Like just like there was one guy just playing random shit. Yeah, and bah, yeah, bah, yeah. Bah. And it was, <laughs> it it was cool as fuck. Like don't, you know, I don't want to minimize I'm any sure avant-garde awesome. musicians. And Steve Shelley's an incredible like percussionist all around. So like he really brought it together. But it was not what I was expecting to yeah. see you know, walking up the stairs in Soho. And then I don't think any of those is. guys play conventional music outside of Sonic Youth. And yeah. Sonic Youth's not even conventional. So no. yeah, that's awesome. So, so yeah, yeah, very adventurous. Cool. So, well, we didn't see each other in New York. No, but, but we're seeing each other now. So that's here. why when I saw, so this is, this is what I was getting to. Okay. okay. It was, okay. I, uh, you know, I get invited to most of the shows and I saw that this show was happening at the hub and I see acid tongue listed. And I was like, isn't that guy's band? I was like, is this, <laughs> like, this can't be the same yeah. acid tongue. Science, it's like, it's science be. are friends. <laughs> yeah. 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 I was like, yeah. I was like, it's gotta be somebody else, but no, it was actually, yeah. it's actually you. So I hit you up right away. And I was like, dude, if you're coming to Tampa, we gotta, we gotta finally. So happy. Are you going to be in Orlando or? Sir, yeah. Place? I'm going to okay, be in Orlando, Orlando this weekend. So I, I won't be able to make the set, which well, I'm you really won't see me black out then. That's good. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So seeing me behave myself. It happens quickly when I play solo too. Cause I usually like, that's when I'll bring the whiskey on stage. It's like, I'm by myself. Oh no! There's no bandmates to get upset. Yeah, like, they're going to give you a pint of whiskey. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, I the, can't uh, wait. the what is it? The hub yeah. pour. The hub pour. <laughs> the hub pour yeah. is quite yes. generous. <laughs> yeah, hey, good. If you want to learn that, about that ahead of time, go to Elmer's right there. Okay, do the same fucking thing. Fucking a. Let's do it yeah. right now. After this, let's <laughs> after do it. Let's go right after <laughs> this. Yeah. Okay, yeah. What else? What else we yeah. gotta do? You just work. No, I mean, yeah, you gotta work later. It's all the band is very serious when we're playing like as a group. We're not serious, but like we're like we'll take it pretty easy as a band. But then when I'm doing solo shows, like I'll I'll show up. I'll be sober until the start of the show and I'm just going to start and just see where things go within the hour, you know, yeah. and I'll heckle the crowd back and like, it's more, it's like half comedy act before it's anything else. Sure. Yeah. You so, got to do something to keep it interesting. Yeah, definitely. I don't want to be some dipshit with an acoustic guitar. Oh, no. you're not, I, no, I never would have thought you were a dipshit no. with an acoustic Maybe. guitar. Maybe. Yeah. I would have assumed you'd play electric. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Not with that whiskey in here. Yeah. yeah. Not with that whiskey in me, man. Yeah. So what, so what are the differences then from playing you know, by yourself versus the full acid tongue experience. Well, there's no full, like I have like, I have the whole thing arranged differently depending on how I'm touring. So solo is like obviously easy and I, I'll pick up DJ gigs too. And those are mostly just because it's like easy to travel and it's a situation where I don't really want to pay the whole band to come yeah, out. Totally. You know, it's, it's, I'm writing everything. And then I have one other guy named Ian that lives in LA and he plays drums and does all our artwork. Cool. So that's like the core band. He does most of the recordings with me, but not all of those either. And then it's just a rotating crew. So like I had the Mammoths from Austin backing me. I've had Smokey Brights from Seattle back. Yeah, me. yeah. I love Smokey In New Brights. York, I have a bunch of random people. Like the guys from Plastic Picnic have played with me before. Okay. Um, my friend Jake kind of arranges m members for me now, you know, and I have just different like full rotating cast of people. So we'll tour as a two piece. Sometimes Ian and I just for ease, we'll get in like a sedan yeah. and go on tour that way. Three piece is probably the most common way we play, but then we do four, we throw in keys. And like lately when we've been having a Smokey Brights guest in, um, Ryan and Kim will play keyboards and, and an extra guitar. Cool. And then they sing like really good backup vocals. So it's just like, sometimes there's all like, there's literally five people on stage singing at once and it's awesome. 
So but, it's like a modular band. Yeah, it's totally. I mean, I yeah. just do whatever we can and it's gotta be fun each way, but it can't be the same. Like, I, you know, a five piece is gonna be totally different vibes. When we were at South By, we did like 10, 10 or 11 shows. Mm-hmm. I think nine of them we did as a five piece with some of the Mammoth guys yeah. popping in. And then we did a couple three piece sets and they're a little more punk. You know, two right, piece, three right. piece has got more of like an edgy vibe. When it gets into five, it's like there's lots of vocalists going and it's very arranged. It's kind of like a band vibe going on, yeah, yeah. you know, it sounds like the band. It sounds like that kind of higher fidelity thing going on. So it's cool. Really cool. Yeah. So then what what are people gonna hear at the hub then? They're gonna hear whatever I feel like. That's, oh. that's the best. I don't have a set list ever. Oh, okay. I mean, even when we play as a five piece, we may have one, but it's rare. Yeah. I have to get yelled at by the band members. They have to actually be like having a nervous night for me to write out a set list. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're, they get irritated. And they're like, man, I can't have you calling out songs tonight. It's just not going to work for me. Yeah, so. yeah. It's too much but too much anxiety. Tonight I'll probably <laughs> play like, or tomorrow night I'll probably play like uh, a few acid tongue songs and then just fuck around with whatever I feel like. And sometimes I just stop playing in the middle of them. Yeah. And because why? Because why finish? Because why the hell? Who cares? Yeah. And I'll just like, <laughs> like, I don't want to fucking play this right now. And yeah. I'll go on to the next thing. Yeah, and then I'll do some old like old songs from other bands and some covers and shit, and just feel it out. I'll see what people are responding to. Yeah, and if they're not responding, I'll just yell at them <laughs> till they throw me out. <laughs> they won't throw you out of yeah. the hub. Oh, you they won't. Yell, throw me you out. can yell all you want. Yeah. That's, you know, that's a that's a big feat. Yeah, okay, people, let's see if I can yell, do it, guys. Yell Come on, don't challenge yeah. me on this one. <laughs> so, is, is this your first time in Tampa? Second. Second. Last time I came here was back in December. And I played at Microgroove, which okay. is fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Shout a out re- to like a record store show. Yeah. 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 He was great. Yeah. Microgroove is the best. It was awesome. And, and we played with Sunsigns that time too. Okay. That's how I met them. Right on. Yeah. Was that just you also or? Um, I had the Mammoths with me on that too. Okay. So what was happening was they would usually like, I think Sunsigns played and then Mammoths supported and then like they stayed on stage and then I just get up and do my whole set with them. Right. Right. So that that's was a cool. fun tour. That was really easy. Like they did a lot of the driving. So yeah, that's killer. always nice when someone else killer. does the driving. They're sweet, sweet Southern boys. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's really cool. so sweet to me. That's really cool. <laughs> yeah, and then so so this time you, you didn't just come just for this show. Like, what's what what are you doing here in Tampa? Uh, I'm visiting. You're visiting. Okay. Oh yeah, and I'm gonna bounce out. So I'm like on a run right now because I was in London and Brighton and Hastings, and then I went to Paris. Okay, and then I had to go back to Seattle to work, and now I'm here. And then I fly to LA next to rehearse for like a day. Okay. I'm going to do like some work there and then rehearse and then go to Mexico City. And then we have like a bunch of gigs in and around Mexico City. And then it ends at Hypnosis Festival. Okay. And King Gizzard and the Wizard, Lizard Wizard's playing. Um, Ohm is playing. Like there's so Sweet. many rad bands. Yeah, all the laws are DJing, like the party we're playing. Cool. So it's going to be really cool. In Mexico City? In Mexico City. That sounds like a blast. It's going to be awesome. And my mom's family's from Mexico City. Okay. So I'm going to meet a bunch of people that I kind of know, some that I don't know. Yeah. And then I go back to Seattle and I have like three weeks to prep before I have to go tour up the coast to do Freak Out Fest. Wow, so that's a busy schedule. It is going to be busy. And my work hates me right now because we're going to pot shop back in Seattle. Okay. And like... A, a pot They're like, shop. when the so, hell do so you like, work here? So like potted plants, like potted. Oh yeah, no, we we sling fine, fine green. Okay, <laughs> fine, fine green, the finest. Okay. Yeah, what is that? What is it like to work at a pot shop? What is um, that? it's so awesome because <laughs> I'm sure it my is. My boss is super chill, and it's kind of like it's it's definitely a mom and pop pot shop. It's not. There's some. There's it's not some one that, of those corporate. There's some that shops. lean towards corporate. I'm not joking. And then there's yeah. some that are like a bodega almost. Mm. And and so it's like very quiet. 
there's a lot of, I write next to the University of Washington where I do it. So there's a yeah. lot of like kids that come in and try to use fake IDs, which is funny to see. And yeah, they just look like on. babies and it's pretty obvious they're, you know, they're fucking with me. Yeah. Sometimes kids will just hand me an ID that's, that's like says they're 19. And I'm like, cool, huh? And I'm like, no, yeah, cool, get the fuck out. Right. Um, but it's pretty cool because they like, I can work on freak out shit during the day, especially when there are lulls and I'll just mm -hmm. be hanging and we're just bumping music and yeah, getting existential with each other. I, I still have more questions about the pot shop. So like, yeah, I, I, I got I to gotta stay go on, on this for a minute. I'm literally so. eating this stuff right now. Okay. It's like a, it's like an activated oil. I don't know what's in it, but it gets me high. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is all right. This is interesting. I've been putting it on like bananas and stuff. What do you do? With, do you like, uh, you I'm a door guy, but they just, you're a door guy. <laughs> so, so but they call the bouncer. me, you have the bouncer, but okay. they, they train me into, it's called bud tending. <laughs> okay. It's really, is. I love that. And they just trained me to be a bud tender. So right before I left for Florida, I did my first bud, bud tending shift. Okay. And it was awesome. To say the least. Yeah. I see. I've never even been to a dispensary, so I don't know like what, like, so do, so bud tending. So you're the guy who I, I come in and I say, Hey, give me, you know, uh, an ounce of purple kush. Mm -hmm. And then you just go and grab the purple kush. Mm -hmm. Exactly. That's, but that's you know, so like, amazing. so it's like really irritating because <laughs> some people will try like some fucking weird, like, do you have alien fruity pebbles? And I'm okay. like, I'm like, we had that once, but like, there's like fucking 800 strains here. Like, do you need to be that specific? There's people will get obsessed with one strain like that. And I'm like, dude, like what kind of high do you want? Like, seriously, this all smokes well. Like, yeah, yeah. what are we looking for here? You know, that can get irritating when people come in and they're like, uh, I only use this one type of edible. And I'm like, they all do the same shit, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I it, think there's still some like misconceptions socially about pot mm -hmm. and like, some, some people will come in like, I want like an upper that makes you feel like you're on Coke. And I'm like, well, you should go buy cocaine. Yeah. Like, or get, go drink a bunch of coffee. Cause I've never had a pot that makes me feel like I'm on blow, dude. I wouldn't want that at all. Nobody like, wants that yeah, except for some idiot college kids. You know? <laughs> yeah. Who really, really don't get it. I want some that helps me study. And I'm like, you should just go study then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, don't, don't smoke yeah, weed and, yeah. and study. That's how you can <laughs> yeah. study better. Study high, get high grades. My ass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Was how high study high get yeah, high. Yeah, exactly. Get high scores on the test. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that doesn't. That doesn't work out. That's only only if you're method man does that does that happen. It's a very yeah. fun job for me because I don't I'm not like I've never been fired from like the I used to work in like advertising and marketing and doing a bunch of other stuff. And I've never been fired before. But like this is one of those jobs where if I got fired, I'd be very surprised. Mm -hmm. So there's very low bar. Yeah. For me to hit, like I can just, okay. you know, I feel like you'd be very good at this job. I love it. People feel, love, yeah. people love coming in and hanging out too. You know, yeah. I almost, it's almost too fun to be chatty there. Sure. But you know, I fuck off a lot. I take personal calls. I'm just like sitting like, uh-huh, uh-huh, ID, <laughs> ID, uh-huh. Okay. okay. <laughs> so just going on record about how. About yeah. how great of a my boss is not going to listen no, to this no. thing. Well, she, doesn't, she doesn't give she a fuck. Should, yeah, should. no, she doesn't give a fuck. She's yeah. probably, yeah. if she is listening, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> so I fuck gonna, off at your job. What are you going to do? She, she, they have cameras. She knows when I'm goofing off. You okay. Know? I saw some sheet come up the other day and it's like, please limit the personal calls you're on. Please stop eating in front of the, and it's like everything that I do. <laughs> <laughs> like she's just been watching. It's literally like, please don't let the new guy set a bad example for the rest of you folks. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, that's hilarious. Yes. So you're doing so you're doing this while you're working on acetone. Yeah, on I, I work with acetone. I have a couple other odd gigs that I do here okay. and there, and then I um I just write a lot. Like right now, I'm starting to work with other artists, mm. writing their projects, and there is a need to be in LA more, which I don't really love. Like my family's from LA mm -hmm. as well, and 
I'm going to try and figure out a way to like commute there more. Yeah, why do you, really why do you feel that need? Like, why do you, feel well, there's just more projects I'm going to be working on down there, Okay, but I don't really want to be like an LA guy, yeah. you know, it's like, I, know I don't, but I don't like that feeling. I like Seattle so much. And it's like, it, I was really homesick when I was in New York city. So yeah. it feels good to be back there. It's just a very cool, progressive, I mean, it could be irritatingly progressive, but yeah. it's a beautiful city. Like I, I miss being in my old house and looking out one side and seeing like the Columbia tower. And then on my left side, I could see like, Mount Rainier, you know, mm. you're surrounded by mountains and I like the rain and I like the water being everywhere. Yeah. It's, it's, so, and that's where you were born and raised. Yeah. And like, yeah. well, no, I was born in San Francisco and okay. raised in LA and Seattle, but okay. I far prefer Seattle. Yeah. Seattle's know? home. It is totally you. home for me. Yeah. yeah. And I just fit in more yeah. there. I, I just like it more, but it's the kind of place where like, you don't know, like in LA, you can tell when somebody's like has money or is, cause they want fucking everyone to know. Yeah. And they have that car that they probably can't afford that's leased, you know, and they're wearing fucking ridiculous clothes and they're out to be seen. In Seattle, this guy could be a fucking billionaire and he's wearing like a flannel and shows up in a Subaru. Right. You know, it's right. much more downplay, which is what I love about it. Like, I like that people aren't trying to like, it's very much like even celebrities that visit there. I feel like they're doing it because they know they can just keep a low profile and people weren't going to mess with you. You know, you'll yeah. still get the occasional photo photograph with the family or whatever. But like a lot of people just are like, oh, cool. It's Conan O'Brien. Like he, he's there a lot, you know, or yeah. oh, it's Eddie Vedder. Like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. What's Eddie done lately? <laughs> yeah. Your that last record sucked, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah <good> point. <laughs> that's that's Seattle. Yeah. Okay. Fucking okay. fire crash. Yeah. Well, you know, I think like. I feel like music now is such a global, I mean, it's always been a global thing, but like, you know, it's not the way the movie industry works where you have to be in LA or the way fashion works where you have to be in like New York oh. or something, you know, like I'm getting a lot of pressure from Ian to get out there and like, yeah, Ian, stop. <laughs> no, yeah, you really I will be out to. there and I'm probably going to be out there for a long, like it's going to happen. It's just like, I'm not, I'm in no rush. Cause I actually, unfortunately like Seattle so much. You yeah. Know? It's just feels not just like home, but like, especially with the whole Amazon thing happening, I, I have like an investment there to like fucking fight the bullshit that's happening right now, the tech bros and all this shit. Like it needs to maintain its cultural vibe or it's gonna be ruined, yeah. you know? And I really don't want that to happen. Like, I don't want it to turn into San Francisco because San Francisco fucking blows now, dude. Yeah. You know, I'm sorry That's to all, all my friends, anybody listening in San Francisco, they fucking know it right now, yeah. you know? It, like it yeah. sucks, dude. It feels so like, diluted it's like white toast now yeah. you know it's fucking white toast with no butter on it huh, that's and the worst they've, toast. all the fucking great clubs like the elbow room just got closed down now it's in really? oakland oakland's great i love oakland yeah but like oakland still has a ways to go to be that kind of a city that san francisco once was you know i don't think we'll ever get that sort of a thing back yeah you know they just didn't put the proper precautions in place as tech was blowing up you know yeah and people come in and they, this happens in Seattle, they fucking buy like a house. They don't interact with the community. They complain and complain and complain about the local venue. It gets fucking shut down because they're a fucking cunt. Yeah. And like and this they probably dude, have a lot more money than the venue. Yeah. Does. And this dude probably yeah. donates to the city council. It's too loud. It's like, get the fuck out of here then, you know? Yeah. And they don't interact with like anything fun. Like they go to like fucking Cheesecake Factory. Yeah. You know, they order their shit on like Amazon. Their groceries, everything, you know, they don't leave the fucking house. They watch Netflix. So they're not going to the theater. They're not going doing anything. There's no culture to it. It becomes very subdued and annoying. And it just feels like you're walking down like a cool neighborhood and it's empty all of a sudden, you know? Yeah. There's still a lot of vibrancy there, but we need to like maintain it. 
And it's very frustrating. I'm obviously getting heated about yeah, no, thinking no, about you're it. Fighting the good but fight, it makes man. me fucking mad, you know. And I've yeah. seen it coming for years because my mom works for Evergreen Hospital, mm-hmm. and she just deals with all the Microsoft guys for years. And some of these dudes are really nice, you know. And I'm not like I'm not shitting on people that work at Amazon and Microsoft. I'm shitting on the people who act entitled. I'm shitting on the people who come from somewhere else and expect that we're just going to adjust to them. You know, I'm shitting on everyone that does that kind of shit. Cause it fucking pisses me off. Yeah. And it happens you know in every I mean? city. I mean, obviously like to the, to the extremes in places like Seattle and San Francisco extreme, right now. Extreme, extreme right now. Yeah. You know, but it's, it's stomach churning yeah. to watch it happen. Well, they're know? doing that in uh, St. Pete too. Yeah. They're having like a meeting this weekend about like noise ordinances and they want it to be like 65 decibels, which is like five decibels higher than a normal conversation like we're having right oh, now. Jesus yeah. Christ, dude. So they're just like trying to ruin the whole like night life experience. And yeah. It's just and are you staying involved? I mean, I, I'm not going to be able to make it cause like I'm working, but, um, mm-hmm. I support the cause and I have uh, friends that are going to be there and supporting. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, if that's the real, the big thing is just to be fucking bugging your friends, you know, and if they give a shit, make sure they're doing something about it. Cause I think back home, that's, that's the biggest problem is like everyone wants to complain on Facebook. No one wants to show up and do the real work. Yeah. That, yeah. that is what I love about Florida though, is when a city does that in Florida, there is no noise ordinance on a car or a motorcycle. So if they start enforcing those kinds of ordinances, you can just ride your bike or your car down that street loud as fuck. Just do donuts. Yeah. <laughs> Nonstop. Just rev the motorcycle during the entire concert. Yeah. And just drown it out. You know? it's, like, yeah. it's great. You or guys just, are or just have the band members on motorcycles and just like perform and then just kind of have like a loophole that way. Exactly. Yeah. Hire fucking Hell's Angels like they did at Altamont. <laughs> Nothing bad ever happened with the Hell's Angels, no, right? No, yeah, never, yeah, never. Yeah, yeah, Nothing yeah. bad ever happened. Yeah. This, this is a good idea, right? Yeah. <laughs> but they weren't involved with the Beatles or anything no like no yeah, no, no, yeah no. totally no wow well that's amazing see yeah. and and i but i'm i'm totally sympathetic of that and i definitely am hip to uh not wanting to become an la guy or you know like for me like i you know i work with a lot of bands in new york and there's always been kind of this this pull to maybe move to new york but i realized like even just financially like i can save money by living here and going to New York when I need to. You could do you New know? York in five days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm not yeah. saying that. Yeah. You know, no, no, I, don't, I, know. I didn't need to live there either. I hated coming back home to New York because it's, it's so intense. Yeah. It's really intense. It's a great city. It's yeah. fucking beautiful. It's awesome. Everything about it. But like, and I see been, why people need to live. I see there's a certain kind of. personality type where like, I, yeah. I get it, you know, kind of New York is the kind of place where I would feel the need to just be home instead of be out all the fucking time. It's hard too. Yeah. It's hard to do all that. And you know what sucks? You are home a lot because yeah. everything's more expensive and it's, it takes longer to get places than you'd think. Yeah. yeah. So if it's not off the subway line, you got an Uber, it takes fucking forever to go three miles. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a nightmare to get anywhere and it's, it sucks that everybody's there. And like, I thought, Oh, I'm going to see so many more concerts. Now I'm like, no, they sell out in like two seconds to everybody from Jersey's going, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's not really like you get this more access, you know, I'm realizing back home, I was really taking it for granted because the guy I run freak out with, he works at KEXP. Mm-hmm. So it's insane how, you know, it's just, it's easy to get tickets to things. It's easy. I used to work at Numos, which is like our big, like independent venue in town. I ran marketing there. And so we still know all these people can get free shows and then that's access, you know? Yeah, and then we're yeah. actually seeing all the shows that I thought I would do in New York. I was doing all the cultural stuff that I really wanted there. It's just so not possible. You know, you only have some, a finite amount of money there and in New York, it just goes yeah. for whatever, like my rent wasn't even that bad. You know, certain things weren't even that bad, but you have to work twice as hard to maintain life there, you know? Yeah, and it yeah. really tests you, which is what was good about it. Like, I feel like it's, it's, it's ironed out the hustle. 
it's made me not take shit for granted as much. And it's yeah. made me much more, much less sympathetic towards certain people when they complain about the industry and everything. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, well, yeah, that's cause you're a fucking loser. Like yeah. seriously. Well, it's not even about being, well, yeah. But yeah. But like sometimes it is, it is, but it's also, yeah, it's the hustle is exactly what it is. Yeah. And that's, and New York definitely has that sense of like, you need to move fast. Mm-hmm. You know, you need to keep pushing forward or else you're, you're going to get left behind by yeah. a million other people that are doing the same thing that you're exactly. doing. Exactly. You and know? I feel like so many bands out there are working so hard, yeah. you know, that when they finally do make that jump and maybe move to another city or at least start traveling more, they're going to be so much better than everyone. Cause they've, they've dealt with that day where it's like, they walk out the house and there's a homeless dude jerking off in their face. And then they walk by and there's a <laughs> yeah. dead body on the street and the subway, you miss it. And then they're late. You know what I mean? It's just yeah, like, yeah. They're, a bad day in New York is worse than any day elsewhere. <laughs> like New York, you have your best, best day and yeah. your worst, worst day for yeah, sure. Yeah. It's bad. It can be. Yeah, it, it can, can be. be. And you can feel like a king too. Yeah, that's true. You could also yeah. have some of the greatest days ever. Absolutely. Absolutely. The, the greatest nights in particular. Definitely. So That don't yeah. end. Yeah, yeah, no. I've so, had some some amazing never-ending days. I, I liked your description of a really bad day in New York. What would that be if it was a really good day? Is it a really good day? Yeah, yeah. what's a really good day? Like instead a really of a homeless day, dude like, jerking off I in had, the face. <laughs> I, I have like friends that work for Rock Nation that would hire me a lot to do production stuff. So uh-huh. some of the days with them where we were just working were awesome to meet like you know, Isaiah Thomas from the Celtics, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. To like, to go and shoot these artists. Him? I, you know, yeah, I actually yeah, think, yeah, that, I am. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, and like just watching him, like we were like all shooting hoops together before we started shooting, Yeah. which is insane. You know, like yeah, some yeah. of the shit that we were doing, it was just like unfucking real. And then afterwards, you know, it's like we had to take the drive back from Boston in a van, you know, and this is still, this still counts as a New York city day. Okay, sure. sure running sure. around with them, but like yeah. just doing that shit with that crew. And then us all drinking tequila together on the way back to our homes, you know, it's just yeah. like fun vibe. And everyone's such a workaholic. that They're like, not going to bitch out at the end. They're like, cool, we can still get a drink after this 18 hour day we just had. You know yeah. what I mean? I love that about New Yorkers. It's like, all right, the fun didn't stop here. I'm not going to pull the, oh, I'm too tired tonight. It's like, no, let's just do it. Let's keep going. Yeah. Those are the good days. It's like when you've had a rough one and you just need to kind of get that release. See, for me, yeah. it's much simpler. The what what makes my day in New York is if I'm on the train and suddenly the train announcer says that the train is going express exactly where <laughs> yes. I'm going. Yes, that's all Absolutely. I need. That is a yes. great day for me. Yeah, in New and York. the bad day is when they tell you they have to skip the stop because yeah. they're behind <laughs> yeah, schedule. No, yes. and that's the bad. And day. then you get ten stops up. You're like, well, shit. There's not another one going the other way. No, exactly. Fuck, exactly. Dude. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. So that's it's a perfect ba- day. Basically, the MTA decides my mood in New York. When it's which, fucking 100 degrees out, yeah. and then you get on the subway and it blasts the AC at you, yeah. and they say that, and you're expressed to your stop. Yeah, it's like it, yeah. that's when you feel like a king because you're like, yes, they're going yeah. to my. And stop. Whole Foods is handing out gift cards outside the <laughs> yes. fucking MTA station. Yes, yes. exactly. That's perfect beautiful. New York day. Yes, beautiful. I'm loving it. Awesome. I'm absolutely loving into it. it. <laughs> yeah. So why, why aren't you? Yeah, so it's time to go back then. No, you know? no, no, no way, man. Those bad days were bad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not messing around. So yeah. uh, so tell us a little bit more about Freak Out Records then, too. So you, you said the festival came first mm-hmm. and then the label. So so Ian and I, Ian used to be on Freak Out with us. Okay. And him and I were, were really heavily involved with just not just Acid Tongue, but he got really in with working with me on the fest. And he's, he's my main designer for everything Acid Tongue does. Like he does all of our art. And he was doing all the po- like that poster assets and stuff for the festival. And we met this other guy named Skyler that was working for Cafe Vita at the time and now is like the business development guy at KEXP. Okay. And he was just so um, 
kind of like the money brains behind it. And, you know, Ian was the artistic. And then I'm just the curator as far as like booking. I'm the one calling all, all you know, all the agents and negotiating the band fees and bullshit. And so we kind of had this nice trifecta going and we were like, let's fucking work in the festival together. And out of that partnership grew the label. And Ian since left, cause he's just like over, like he's got so much other shit going on. Like he's working 20 million miles an hour right now. Yeah. But Skyler and I are still doing it. And it's mostly going to be live events moving forward. Like we have, we put a few records out and our, our flagship band is Smokey Brights. Yeah. But we just signed a band from Albuquerque called well, Prism Bitch. I, I think I owe Smokey Brights an email. So apologize to them for me. Okay. But. I will. You should <laughs> yeah. totally hit them. No, no, I know. Amazing. I need to. Yeah. yeah. They yeah, just dropped a record today. Yeah. Really? Today? Yeah. It's called, um, Different Windows. Shout out to Smokey Brights. Yeah, shout out to it. It's so good. Okay. Um, I'm going to listen to it after Yeah, this. we were blasting it on the way here. Cool. It was great. Uh, but anyways, so yeah, so we do a few records. We're doing kind of scaling that back to just a few a year because the live events are just so much stronger. And yeah. there's so much more of like a moneymaker than sure, sure. slinging vinyl. Yeah, and there's a lot of labels yeah. out there. So it's like the, the labels, you got to like really be committed to that end of the thing. You so have to have a lot of money. That's the other yes. thing. Yeah. We're, get, we're getting the distribution side started. You know, we're handling licensing. We're doing all like the right things, but it's just getting capital is yeah. fucking hard. And the festival is so much more lucrative to us right now in terms of just setting us up for success. Yeah. And for what we're really trying to do, you know, and I think what we're trying to do is create something unique, you know, that's really it. Like these bands that we've have signed, like they don't have another channel and we're really into them, you know? Yeah. Prism Bitch is like one of the coolest live shows I've seen in a long time. I love the name. And they're opening for Built to Spill right now on tour. Like they're doing cool shit. They've got this great punk record they just put together that we're going to drop in a few months. Cool. And um, and then we just signed the Mammoths, that, those guys that backed me. And they're yeah. more like on that, like Gary Clark Jr. vibe, um, just like super Texas R&B, blues, you know, soul vibes. And so yeah. it's like kind of just figuring out like, who do we like, who needs help? You know, what yeah, can we yeah. do for them? Like, how can we help them out? And it's less of like us being a label that kind of like handles everything for the man and more about a partnership. Like we're looking for the type of bands that want to work if if not twice as hard as we are. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, for Smoky sure. Smokey Brights are working tirelessly right now. Yeah. You know, those guys are hustling real hard every That's single awesome. day. I mean, Kim was an attorney yeah. and Ryan's been working in media for years. So they just uh, like, yeah. no, they have their shit together. Sure. They're like adults. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're I real love working adults. with adults. Oh, That's man, a great working thing. with adults is so much better than working with children. <laughs> so much better. Absolutely true. Absolutely so much better. True. They don't throw shit at you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's like, I don't know. That's like working with gorillas or something. Yeah, I've never had children throw shit at me. You should see the bands that I've dealt with in the past. <laughs> okay. Some of these bands, I tell you. <laughs> Some of these bands just throwing that shit. Yeah, dude. Slinging yeah. shit. Yeah. I know how that is. <laughs> so uh, we're pretty much out of time, but cool. I just wanted to kind of touch on, um, you know, I guess I guess you already kind of gave us a little bit of the schedule of what's coming up in, in your shows, but just anything else you want to tell us about that's coming in the future or anything else you want yeah, to plug? we just finished a new record we need a label okay. right now i don't right. want to do it on freak out and we have some interest but i want more interest so you know there, well, there's, there's some label people what's that up? listen to this what's so. up yo labels <laughs> yeah. say what up to me hit me up he he just said he, he will work twice as hard yeah as it's a great else. record too we definitely yeah. went a lot like way more hi-fi even than, than babies oh right on we dude. put a lot of work into it send it to me i'd love the drums love to are it. fucking banging on it too i love yeah. it yeah i'm into it yeah. I will send it to you. Please do. Great. Awesome. All right. You want to shout out the the Instagram? Shout out to Ian. Shout so, out to Freak Out Records. Okay. At Acid Tongue on everything. And uh, this will come out way after your performance at the Hub. So if you saw Acid Tongue at the Hub, I hope it was awesome. Yeah, I hope it was awesome. And too. I hope you didn't black out. I hope stage. I hope I browned out on stage <laughs> and blacked out after. <laughs> oh, God. No. If yeah. you have pictures of him blacking or browning out. 
uh, please post them on Instagram at acid tongue.